crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. It's uh, hump day for humbugs out there. We got another holiday episode to make you hurl. It's part three of Stocking Stuffers. The third pick is I, Tanya. Dave has drawn four magical movies out of his stocking this year, and now we're going to force you to review them with us. Uh, at 91, the talented figure skater Tanya Harding was the first American woman to complete a triple axle during a competition. And then in 94, everything got ruined because her ex-husband conspired to hurt Nancy Kerrigan. It's a famous story. I'm sure everybody knows this. There. Two Olympic hopefuls, two competitors, rivals, Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan. And Nancy Kerrigan's knee gets busted out and then kind of ruins Tanya Harding's uh, hopes for Olympic gold. It's a was a scandal at the time. I remember this. And then this huge. movie they made yeah. about this whole situation called Like Tanya kind of makes you fall in love with America's sweetheart, Tanya Harding, all over again. <laughs> was she America's sweetheart? I thought she was. I, I didn't remember that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I might be. Um, Dave? John? Why don't you bring some dangerous facts about I, Tanya? All right. So, <clears throat> um, since Tanya Harding, uh, only six women have successfully performed the triple axel, and none <laughs> that could do it at the time of the filming. So, and to accomplish this, they actually had to use visual effects. They couldn't even use a stand-in. Um, wow really that's kind of cool yeah that's really cool um allison janney actually trained as a figure skater when she was a child um however when she was 17 she walked into a sliding glass door seriously injuring her right leg uh she spent two months in the hospital missed her first year of college and almost lost her leg uh this effectively killed her skating career that's the Um, actress that plays the mom yeah. yeah um Tanya Harding actually liked the line "suck my dick" and told Margot Robbie she had actually wished she had said that herself. So, um, <laughs> uh, as, as screenwriter Stephen Rogers actually states that Jeff Galuli refused to be paid for interviews, uh, stating that it was his idea to threaten Nancy Kerrigan's ability to perform and takes responsibility for Harding's uh, downfall, and he didn't want to be compensated for that. So. That's, I guess, one positive thing you can say about the guy. Um, and actually, coincidentally, uh, the director, Craig Gillespie, actually directed a Campbell Soup commercial with Nancy Kerrigan in 1993. So he surprisingly had connections to this material long before <laughs> he actually directed it. Oh, I wish I would have saw that. That would have been funny to see. I, I seem to remember <laughs> that. Up, uh, Do you remember? Yeah, I, I don't commercial. remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I read the writer of this, the Steve Rogers guy that Dave just mentioned, had written a Christmas movie and was tired of Christmas movies. And he's like, what could I do next? That would be like a million miles away from Christmas movies. He's like, what is the polar opposite? And then he saw a ESPN documentary that 30 for 30, but on Tanya Harding. And he's like, who has the life rights to Tanya Harding? And he goes to her website, tries to call her agent, ends up calling a motel six because she no longer has a listed agent. Right. Then he tracks them down. So he talks to Tanya Harding and then he goes and talks to uh, Dave. What's the guy's name? Uh, Galuli. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff Galuli. Galuli. 
Jeff Google, no, Galuli, <laughs> whatever, how do you pronounce his name? Uh, and he convinces them to let him do this movie or write this movie or whatever. And then it ends up in the production company that uh, Margot Robbie started or whatever. Hmm. Um, Which actually, this... that 30 for 30 you mentioned is actually really worth watching if you like this movie too. Is it that's good? A good that's I a pretty actually, good wait, series. Like they're, they're, they're they get, great. As you like to say, Nick, they get real with all the they athletes. They get really real, so yes. And it's a pretty good, good. Uh, yeah. pretty good series. Um, they like they did OJ, they did right? Brian Bosworth. They, oh, Brian, yeah, yeah. That's one okay. of the best ones. Uh, where are we? Okay, so before we go to favorite bits of Itania, like, man, you know, like, uh, if we had a different format, we could talk about this movie for like a few hours. Like, if this was more of like a film history type deal, but this is just to entertain. So, um, but I want to do it justice. I don't know how to do that because I, I'm like, if there's any movie that got pulled out of a stocking that people should watch, it's probably this one. It's actually it's, it's right. funny. It's got drama. It's got really well acted characters. Uh, I mean, it was it up for fast, some nominations which... when it came out. Yeah, the cast is fantastic. So, the, the well, you know, I will yeah. say, when I heard about this, I thought, like, who the hell wants to see a movie about that? Like, I remember when this happened. Everyone came out. Like, and it was so much like, like, come on. <laughs> Dave, this is like uh, this movie should feel right at home for guys like us, man. Like, I mean, I know there's a lot of abuse and redneckery, but I was like, oh yeah, this feels like the Southwest to me. Like, right. it, like a lot of the shit that they did in their little trailer parks yeah. and apartments is like, I, okay. And then, uh, and then the experts, like the friend who's like, oh, I trained with the CIA. I know mind trick oh, techniques. No, like, uh, how many fucking, that how many kids so in the yes. like, how many people like where I'm from did I know like that? Like, oh yeah, you're an expert. Okay. Like seventh degree ninja, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Got my education uh, yeah. in counterterrorism. Counter <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're the best. Uh, yeah, yeah. It uh, was so good. So much to talk about with this movie. We'll go to favorite bits. We've probably slipped out a few of them in our little introduction of the movie here. Yeah. But uh, Nikki Lates, what do you got for us? My favorite bit is actually how Margot Robbie became like I'm. I, I'm probably gonna get in trouble, but luckily my wife's not here. We're all good. We're all good. <laughs> but. uh how you take a beautiful woman and make her look not really average, average. average. Like, yeah. It's almost like monster with Charlie Theron, where you take her and be like, Whoa, like what the hell am I looking at here? And I, I just thought that was my favorite bit. Just like you're taking Margaret Robbie. Who's one of the most beautiful actresses right now. Sorry. She's not here. It's all good. We're all good. But I'm just saying like, you're taking her and then, making her look so average. And I just thought that was like, wow. I, but I another way to say it is Tonya Harding has that hot pocket. Good look. <laughs> you know, if you want to keep it in the trailer park. That's so bad. Hey, you know what? 99 cents for a hot pocket. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and I eat those. I like them. Dude, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, she's, she's a little trashy hot. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Trashy hot. <laughs> I was a little kid when, when she was at the height of her fame. So I was like, I thought she was pretty at the time. I didn't know. Well, there you go. Then again, Dave, I grew up in white trash. Dave, Dave, it's the difference between a Thursday night date at Applebee's and a Friday night date at the Sizzler. Yeah. See? Yeah. Okay. I like Sizzler though. I'm, I've been trying to go. Yeah. Everybody used to like the Sizzler. Like when this movie came out, the Sizzler was probably everything. Sizzler was the best. Time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what about you guys? Sorry. Um, you know, I will say Allison Janney, any moment that she's not abusing mm-hmm. Tanya, if, if she's going after somebody else, it's hilarious. Um, she just has a certain wit about her. Most of the stuff. She says in the movie, I can't exactly repeat, so I won't. Um, but also, I mean, it, it sounds basic to say, but like when I watched it this time, I got to really like pay attention to the filmmaking. 
And yes. those scenes of <laughs> ice skating good. are like, I, I rival anything that I think is probably the closest, uh, you know, representation of ice skating while up close I've seen on movies. I mean, um, mm. you know, and obviously there's some CGI trickery, but I mean, how flawless, like me and my wife are watching, like, I can't tell what it, you know, like uh, they blended her face so well in the skater's body. Um, just from a filmmaking standpoint, I mean, it was just, it's remarkable. Totally agree. Not, not too much. Yeah, profanity was top notch, but <laughs> kind of building, <laughs> know, right? yeah, building off the way it was filmed. My favorite part would be like they're in the middle of the scene, you know, like Tanya is just getting the shit beat out of her. And then she, you know, she breaks the scene to talk directly to the camera, mm-hmm. you know, about like little tidbits. It happened throughout the entire you know, movie with all the characters. Um, Like when her trainer was like, she actually did do that. And she actually did that too. When she's like training and lifting, you know, the flower bag over her shoulders. I loved Mm -hmm. how that part was Mm -hmm. filmed throughout the movie. It was also my second time seeing it. So I got to pay a little bit more attention than just like, you know, the character development and in the actual storyline, but I loved it. So good. I totally agree. Well, I think you fit right in, Jordan, because I got to back up what you're saying. For a movie to be self-aware but still be funny and have drama and still tell a good story but be able to break the fourth wall, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I honed in on. That's actually my favorite part. The interstitial is where the characters are talking directly to the camera. I mean, it, it takes a story like this. It's based on real life and documentary style to kind of do this. But, like, I love movies that are self-aware that get reflexive and it's like, oh, it know, it's almost like it knows it's a movie and it doesn't care and it's still telling you a story. Um, well, like Dave well, was mentioning the mom character. At one point in the movie, she literally shows up for five seconds just to say, "Oh, and they forgot about my storyline. What the fuck?" Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then it, it, the movie yes. continues on. So that's probably my favorite bit. Um, we'll go right into ratings, but I have a feeling that it's going to be pretty highly rated. I'm going to say I'm going to say bitch now. I yeah. mean. I think this is. I, I'm pretty sure we're all going to say the same. Yeah. Thing. I don't know, but maybe maybe one of yeah. you guys will surprise me. I guess. No. I it, well, I, it's definitely a binge now for me. Uh, one last little thing I'll say is like the movie that this close most closely resembles, believe it or not, is like Goodfellas. Like the style. Oh my gosh! I yes. Watch this back to back. Yes. And it is, you know. You wouldn't now you made that. me want to watch Goodfellas this week, actually. Like I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. like now I'm like oh, another shit. another heartwarming movie to watch during the <laughs> yeah, holidays. Holiday Goodfellas. movie. Goodfellas. Yes. I mean, has good in the title, <laughs> yes. right? Yes. Hey, you know what? If Die Hard's a Christmas movie, Goodfellas is a Christmas movie because yeah, there is, is a Christmas, Christmas scene in there. <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, binge now. Jordan, binge now, binge now for sure. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I wanted to see this movie when it first came out. Um. Uh, so it's a binge now. I mean, every, all the way around. That's why it's hard to have a podcast sometimes because of like we can't create the drama like a reality TV show like Jordan loves because if we all agree, where's the tension going to come from? It's like, okay. Uh, Jordan, I um, love the reality television too. I'm just saying I'm in 90 yes. Day Fiance, so I'm right <laughs> yeah, yeah. there with you. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, crap. I forgot sure. to ask Jordan before the show started if she was ready for a staff pick. I did my stocking uh, stuffer. Oh, you did it? Okay. Yeah. So so the gang got a couple of movies this season. And so we're asking like every week, like a different one of us to like, hey, you unwrapped a stocking stuffer personally? That'll be a staff pick. What do you got for us? Yeah. So uh, j- first of all, thank you guys for the stocking stuffers. 
<laughs> uh, cannot wait to watch all of them. I got to watch The Cutting Edge. Um, mm. It was so adorable. Definitely on it theme. Nope. First time. Oh, and, my gosh. Yeah. On theme with, you know, ice with today's episode and ice skating. And I just loved Moira Kelly's character. I don't know. She kind of gave me a little, like, Judy Garland vibes. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. She just had this really classic feel to her, even though she had so much attitude. And she was so sassy. But, um, yeah, loved it. Cannot wait to watch all the ones that you guys got me. Yeah. So if you're tired of the sappiness of this year, folks, we have a uh, <laughs> right up the binge watches. Like we basically, we, be, I basically, I think I said a couple weeks ago, if Jordan can get through robot jocks then she's like 100% certified fresh as a binge watcher, <laughs> because whether you hate this movie about robots or love this movie about robots, it's definitely something that would be in our playlist. So that's what we're doing next week, folks. If you come back for another one of these stocking stuff for things that we're trying out here, then that'll, We'll have we'll be talking about robot jocks. Hey, you know what we didn't bring up during the main show was, I don't think maybe Nancy Kerrigan sat down. Is that her name, Dave? Yeah. Is that her last name? I don't think she probably ever spoke to the filmmakers. I mean, maybe she gave her gave them permission to like use her in the movie, but she's not really. She's like a not a character. Well, in fact, I um, clearly I didn't put it in the uh, the facts, but um, she did say that um, she didn't want to see the movie not because she thought it was going to be bad or anything. She was just like, I lived it, so I think she just didn't want to bother participating Mm. in it. You know, she probably did. She's probably like tuckered out on all that. You know what I always remember from the 90s television movie? Uh, what is it? Uh, Heather Lamb- Camp from Nightmare on Elm Street. She played uh, Nancy Kerrigan in the television really? movie. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I remember that for no, some reason. I know it's a weird I, weird I feel fact, like I need to track this down. Yeah, you track it down. I, I, uh, I, yeah. And fellas, The Cutting Edge is great. And oh, that was I like the gold that. standard of ice skating. I love oh, so that I movie. What is it? Yeah. DB DB Sweeney's in that movie. Yeah, like, who's like a hockey yeah. player, and then he's oh, got to be like a figure skater rad. or something like yeah. that. It's I good. love that movie. Yeah, well, that's I guess such I a good movie. It. That is a good stocking. <laughs> Whoever, yeah, yeah, that was good. Good one for sure. So come back next week. We're talking about a movie with robots.